Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we're going to talk about Pitch Perfect 3, Teen Wolf, and part one of the interview with Jason Connan talking about HK. Welcome to The Kindness Project. <laughs> Are you doing your intro first? No, or you, you, I do? you I'm joined by a girl who could accurately be described as a Team Wolf fan. A Team Wolf <laughs> fan, she's a Team Wolf fan. <laughs> and I'm joined by the epitome of... The epitome? Epitoli? What's an epitome? Let me finish. <laughs> I'm joined by, joined by the epitome of masculinity, and yet he enjoys a bit of Pitch Perfect. Oh, I love a bit of Pitch Perfect. We <laughs> spent some time watching Pit, Pit, Pitch Perfect free today, didn't we? Yeah. And... And you know what? I, I, it's Pitch Perfect Three was maybe the ridic- most ridiculous it, film I've seen this month, mm. but certainly one of the most entertaining. Yeah. Bit of singing, bit of silly action. Rebel Wilson doing karate is always good. <laughs> um, what did you enjoy about it? Oh, I quite liked the. the Has this turned into a film review show all of no, a sudden? No, no, no. no. All right. We're just- this, this is a one-time thing, and then we'll do it next time as okay. well. So, this is our Pitch Perfect 3 review. Oh, it was, it was fantabulous. In order of the best Pitch Perfects, what Pitch Perfect's best? Oh, you can never beat the first one. Okay. So, I think it's first, third, second. Oh, the second one's a bit of a sort of down... Oh, no, I just thought the third one was really good, but you can never beat the first one. Yeah, so Pitch Perfect is good. And even though I consider myself relatively mag- masculine i am talking about crying a lot at the minute i do i do <laughs> seem to cry and even it's even strong men cry even, everybody cries everybody cries so i do like a, a bit of a cry up so that that's all good so you like team wolf as well I love as we're doing a film review show by the looks of it should oh, we do a tv gosh. review what's team wolf like oh my god I, like so I've only binged watched it twice. Okay. But I find myself occasionally going back just to watch like little moments in it, like the comedic moments, the, the sweet moments, you know, never the action moments because that's not the reason I watched the show. Right. <laughs> Even though that's like. So is it? Show. It's because T- Team Wolf. I remember Team Wolf as a movie back oh, in the eighties with Michael J. Fox. And it's a bit gory, isn't it? Yeah. It's it a bit. It's, it's a, a bit, bit hardcore. It's a bit, it's a bit hardcore. hardcore. I am definitely not going to be watching that. So. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> You wouldn't recommend it? No, I wouldn't recommend it to you. All oh, right, okay. What do you recommend to me? Ooh, uh, Pitch Perfect 4, when it comes out. There's not, not going to be one. There's not going to be one. No, there's not going to be a Pitch Perfect 4. I cannot believe it. I mean, I, I, come on, film producers, wherever, wherever you're listening, and you're probably not. Let's have a Pitch Perfect 4 in our lives. Um, anyway, shall we let our listeners know as we always do, how they can get in touch with us. And our Facebook Live, all four people we're watching currently. Hello. Um, (laughs) Hello, Brenda. Um, Apparently, uh, there's a few people watching. So um, let our Facebook Live watchers Um, and our podcast listeners know where they can get in touch. You're probably watching us right now. Don't click out of this yet, but just remember that you have to search in the search bar. Ola Kindness. Ola, with an H? No. Yeah. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, then if you go to Twitter and you search at Ola Kindness, it will give you pretty much the same results just on Twitter. Okay. And then if you go on, I'm sure we've got an Instagram, I just don't know what it is. I think it's 
think it's the kindness project. Okay. So there's the kindness project on Instagram yeah. as well, yeah. Uh, and then the email is ola at thekindnessproject.co.uk. So you can get in touch with us in any way you like. And typically what we do is uh, we do a little question of the podcast. And this week's question of the podcast is, if you could live somebody else's life for a week, who would you choose? Ooh. So who would you choose? Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like... Oh, oh no, as a text message. It's nothing to do with Facebook Live at all. Who uh, would you choose? I don't know. I feel like... I, I think I, I should get comfortable with my own life first. Okay, so you wouldn't, you, wouldn't li- you wouldn't leave, like, just, just to experience somebody else's life? Nah. And when are you going to get comfortable with your life? When I die. <laughs> Morbid. <laughs> What was it you wanted? A little bit morbid. Um, but yeah, so so that's the question. We're struggling to answer that this week, mm-hmm. but certainly for our uh, for our listeners, give it a go. And anybody watching on Facebook Live right now, let us know who if you could live the life of somebody else for a week, who would you choose? Um, we'll um, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be good to to hear your thoughts. And on that note. Should we move on to the to the next section we of the shall. show? Oh, I'll hold in my hand. Lovely. <laughs> Go on and do the jingle. <coughs> Kindness news. Scotland edition. Was that? Was <laughs> wow, that was good. Too mildly offensive. A mildly offensive. Well, you do it then. I'll do. I'll do the jingle, oh, and you do the Scottish accent. It. Right. Kindness news. Scotland edition. Oh, not bad. There's been a murder. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. This is from. This is a uh, a kindness news article from the Daily Record. Um, oh, I forgot. Cassie, uh, my mother-in-law listens to this, and she's Scottish. Go and do it. Scottish. Oh, uh, see, you're not bad. Five, let me tell you about the Scottish edition of Kindness News. Five unbelievable Scottish acts of kindness that melted our hearts in 2018. So, firstly, the article's saying, before you can read this article, um, it's telling me, have you ever bought a gift card? Have you ever bought a gift card so we can actually get through to the article? No. Um, I don't think I have, no. So, please show me the article now, the daily record, and stop asking me about gift cards um oh money uh, money money um right we're going to accept that and hopefully it'll go through to, to the article now um and it's taken its time so we'll uh, we'll it's take it oh no money money we don't oh, need your money no apparently i've i need an advert to for, for as well so um oh, we will eventually ah there we go if there's one trait of Scots that can't be rivaled, it's our desire to help others. Wherever you, where, whatever you call them, heroes or legends, last year there was no end of instances in which Scots, Scots went, <laughs> went above and beyond. From locals assisting drivers stranded by the relentless bees from the east. We got the, a bit of the bees from the east, didn't we? We're from the south. The beast, yeah, but the beast from the east. Do you remember when it yeah, got yeah. really cold um, earlier this year or earlier last year? To the humble granddad who helped out, there's loads of Scottish acts of kindness. Start with number one, and that is beast from the east heroes. Uh, the intense whiteout we suffered earlier this year 
brought many opportunities for Scots to reveal their community spirit. In East Kilbride, a nurse rescued a Snowden pensioner in a tractor, while another man spent 14 hours in a 4x4 rescuing emergency workers. Um, uh, and there's some tweets with, with people asking for help. And in Lanark, a bride's big day was saved after a council and police convoy safely delivered her wedding dress to her. South Lanarkshire Council sent a tractor and a van to pick up the dress and deliver it to, deliver it to the relieved bride uh, ahead of the ceremony. Just imagine looking out your window and going... Oh my God! My wedding day. My wedding day, and it's it could be quite romantic having a sort of white wedding. It's like that song, um, ironic. Isn't it ironic? Yeah, like, Don't you like, think? Like, like rain on your wedding. It's like rain. Um, yeah. So so we so so that was that was story one. Story two: homeless man guards stranger's cash outside Glasgow court. Um, and there's a picture. The homeless man was um, uh, James McGowan. A homeless man's story went viral back in January 2018 after he stood for hours in the rain guarding a stranger's car with £450 inside to stop it being stolen. The money belonged to John McGonagall, who set up a GoFundMe page to help get James John McGowan back on his feet. Amazing. Um, firm treats... Employees to Tenerife holiday. Oh, Tenerife! I will not be taking my members of staff to Tenerife, just so you know. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, they're a bit more generous in Glasgow. Bosses at Glasgow firm Pursuit Marketing sent employees to the Canary Islands for a four-day all-expenses-paid holiday, just to say thank you for their hard work. A group of forty were banished. You are banished from the Glasgow office um, to bask in the Spanish sun, sipping cocktails and dancing the night away at beach parties. It's nice, isn't it? It's good. And then number four is, and the last one I'm going to do, boy receives letter from postman about heavenly letter from dad. Okay? So um, a Scottish boy was stunned. Oh. After Royal Mail responded to his request to, to send a birthday card to his dad in heaven, little Jace from Blackburn wanted to wish his father, who passed away in 2014, a happy birthday, and staff went above and beyond to make his wish come true. And I will do the last one because it is number five. Um, Granddad gives homeless man his caravan over Christmas. Now, that is an amazing idea. Because you think about the amount of holiday homes that are unused during a lot of the year. Time. Could those accommodations be used to as the homeless people? It might, it might be something worth considering. A Scottish granddad gave a homeless man an amazing Christmas gift by handing over the keys to his holiday caravan for the festive period. Kind-hearted Angus Blair made the gesture to Jose Kovacs Nunes after being sickened by vile videos of thugs tormenting rough sleepers in the streets. So that is five examples of why it's kind in Scotland. Um, I don't know what happened to my thing there. So it's kind in... Scotland. Scotland. Scotland's pretty kind. And and Sophie's walked in the room and she's laughing at us podcasting, aren't you, Soph? Yeah. <laughs> um, Scotland. Scotland. So um, shall we get on to the our this week's story of kindness? Let's crack on. Crack on. 
So this week for our story of kindness, we've actually got an interview. Um, we've got Jason Conan, um, uh, who we interviewed about. He's a lovely guy, Jason. He runs an insurance business as his day job, but he does this thing for Age UK. Yeah. And he does this thing where he'll um, he'll give away some of his time. He'll um, pick up for a phone call once a week with an elderly person because <gasps> loneliness you was yeah you was involved he's a, jason's a good guy isn't yes. he so um so he talked about how he uh befriended uh the lady that he's mm. now friends with who he speaks to every week he talked about his love for the beatles and we talked about why he got involved with um spending just an hour of his time every week mm-hmm. um just having a chat with somebody in Liverpool. Nice. Should we have a little listen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so today we're joined by Jason. Hi, Jason, how you doing? Good afternoon, I'm good. Hi. Uh, um, and Charlotte, who doesn't normally come to this. You usually don't turn up. You don't normally... I decided to come today. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. <laughs> yeah, you get both of us instead of, just, instead of just me. And Jason, we had a chat about some of the work you do for... Um, uh, as a befriended, can you help me understand a little bit about that? Yeah, so I participate in the Age UK Common Time scheme. Okay. Uh, and Common Time is one part of a number of things that Age UK uh, do to yeah. support elderly people within the UK. Yeah. And Common Time is specifically a scheme where you are selected to join a friend who has declared to Age UK that they are lonely. Yeah. Love it. We're going to talk a lot more about that, but before we do that, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, sure. So, um, you, I guess the initial thing is you walked out with a Scottish accent. <laughs> uh, so yeah, probably. It's still there. But, yeah. um, I'm a Glaswegian who now resides in Surrey. Uh, I'm a father of two, an older son and a very young daughter. Who How are you sleeping now? Because, <laughs> like, so she's, she's still, still good? Much better. Cool. Um, so, we're pretty much through the night. Okay. Uh, I feed that um, my partner and I squat and take a shot Are you through the night yet, Charlotte? Are you, are you uh, sleeping all right? Sometimes you pop in, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I get a hot chocolate, <laughs> I, get, I get a cold beverage. <laughs> you still get a story? I have to do that myself. Uh, well, no, so Charlotte, Charlotte's, a, Charlotte's a big reader, so she, uh, no, you, you don't get a story, but Sophie started, our, Charlotte's sister started to tell us stories and it's amazing when that happens I, yeah i mean you've gone through it with your elder one right yeah. but um when when your daughter starts telling you stories and you do it to me as well um yeah. that agatha, agatha christie book you tell me about and then there were none she oh. charlotte said you've got to read this book it's amazing 
um, and then started telling me half the plot. And it's a murder mystery. I was like, don't, I need, like, I need to read it first. Anyway, we, sorry, we, 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 uh, we, we yeah, we're going on a tangent, which we, which we normally do. Um, <laughs> so, little and sleeping pretty well? Yeah, probably, um, we're really getting there. Okay. Uh, and get just some children and, Is she walking yet? She is days away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's assisted with some toys, hold her hand, she'll walk. So yeah, it's the next big thing. Amazing. I love that. I'm, I'm a bit gutted that I'm never going to go through that again. But Shame. still quite like the sleep. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's an 18-year gap. Yeah. We still have. We talk the gap between you and so has been eight years, yeah. Um, and how did you get involved with AUK? So I have, through my working life, I've always done something to support community work, mm. um, social welfare, giving back. Yeah. Uh, and what I've done historically was mainly around supporting younger people. Yeah. Uh, so some of the things I've done in the past and continue to do is uh, try and Services, yeah. Yeah, we've done a bit of that. Yeah, So Dillis is your friend. She's your friend. Yeah. She's, um, and 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 that relationship has maintained that five years, and you always keep the same friend. Yeah. Well, well, you have an option. Yeah. This is maybe run its course, and that will happen Talk about there's always something, it's yeah. Maybe beyond the uh, five or six hobbies that connected us, yeah. Way beyond the oh, thanks for calling but, and helping. But five years is a deep relationship, yeah. right? Picking up the phone every week for five years, you, yeah. you're going to develop an yeah. awesome relationship. It's a real, a real friendship. Love I, it. I, 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 well, firstly, Dillis has helped me, yeah. Facebook message or yeah, which is no way in the same level of interaction as yeah. Obviously, yeah, when I get up and visit, great, but if I can, then pick up the phone. So, yeah, you know what? It's something we've tried to do with my mum over the last couple of years, mm. and what we've tried to do. 
did it uh, we did it last year we're going to do it next year uh, and we try and go up is just take my mum on holiday once once every every now and again mm. and the last one we did was Pontins wasn't it it was awfully cold in a really dodgy there shower there was a lot of bingo um, and there was a lot of bingo you know what I, I, I pretend to turn my nose up at bingo but when I'm doing it I actually quite yeah. enjoy it um, uh, and tell me about Dennis what, what connects you what? Yeah, well, Dennis is in her 80s. Okay. So she is uh, getting my age away. She's twice my age. Yeah. Uh, and as part of the onboarding process, you, you kind of get the guys' age and get a sense of the things you like. Yeah. Uh, the trigger point for Dennis and I, first one was the Beatles. Okay, cool. Well, look, we all love the Beatles. You can't hate on the Beatles. We all love the Beatles. So that's the first. Um, I generally love music. Yeah. Politics, yes. Um, she's very bright, uh, sharp witted. So she's actively engaged in the world, right? Uh, you know, she, she, she yes. is sharp as a tiger. Cool. What's happened the last couple of years, I guess, uh, Hatred of Trump being a connecting factor. Maybe Trump is actually pretty kind because of he's being deliberately diverse. I can't agree with you now. <laughs> no, you can't. No. No, he, he, he definitely creates debate. He's being yeah. obviously controversial to himself. Yeah. But it doesn't um, help when people twist what he says. And, and you talked about the vetting process. How does that work? Yeah, so you're saying there's a couple of ways to do it. You can send up online. Interestingly, we interviewed somebody from a local age UK uh, chapter because they did some work a few years ago about splitting some of their local chapters into separate charities, didn't they? Yeah. But they're still huge and they do loads of yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the online process is very simple. You um, give your details, you tell them what you So it's, it's the Beatles' current affairs. You know what one of the questions of the podcast we definitely need to ask, and we haven't done yet, what's your favourite Beatles song? What would your answer be? Oh, I don't know. Ah, oh, Lucy and the Scribe of Diamonds. See, I like that, but Let It Be is just a classic. I played that on the ukulele, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, have you have you've done the Beatles tour in Liverpool, have you? Yeah, yeah. See, oh, I absolutely love doing that. And we haven't done it for a few years. We said we'd go back and our sofa's mm. a bit older. But just having an afternoon in the cabin club yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's,
Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not the original venue, is it? Because they had to move it. Uh, um, but I tell you what was incredible, and you came with me, didn't you? And it was, yeah. it was a few years ago, so we, you were a bit younger. But when they did Hey Jude at the end, yeah. and everybody sings, it's yeah. just. We went down there like one song before that started, and, they, and then all of a sudden they started singing Hey Jude, and I could just see his face. Oh. Go like, oh, it, it, yes, it, it, it was a yeah, yeah, carpool karaoke, right? It's twenty minutes. You know what was, ama- what was amazing about that was when they went into the pub and they yeah. did the jukebox thing. The, 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 the no, uh, but what was interesting is there's still a passion for the Beatles in that city, isn't there? You know, like sort of yeah. people. Around, you've seen that carpool karaoke. Yeah, I have. It's good. So, help me understand a little bit more about the AJUK called Intime Scheme. Then, how many people have helped? You know, how long has it been running? Is it sort yeah. of what? You know, what do we need to know about it? So, the, the first thing is understanding as best we can what is the definition of isolation mm-hmm. and loneliness, and it's one of the big taboos. Yeah. Because we make such basic assumptions. You've got family. Yeah. You go to church. Yeah. You have friends for coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have the internet, which opens you up to you know, so many kind of means of chatting with family and friends. But it's not simple, it's not yeah. a personal thing, it's a personal feeling. So Age UK, uh, their website uh, gives you some, some numbers in terms of interest five million hits last year. Gotcha. So it gives you a few and a few of the, the And that's people who might want to volunteer or is that the website? Mixture, okay. uh, the majority will be around needing support. Yeah. Um, some other numbers so there's three and a half million people who live alone yeah. uh, in the older age bracket in the UK. Yeah. So that's a large number. Yeah. We have uh, an aging population yeah. crisis. Yep. It's now, uh, that will magnify as time goes on. And a lot of the focus there is on healthcare, yep. in terms yeah. of cure, physical wellness in the main, and getting into care. But the, uh, the, there's an interesting debate around that, because I think what we don't focus on is the social and mental elements of healthcare, which actually reflect in physical healthcare. Mm. So why are we not focusing on that bit when, when it will have an impact? Yeah, it's part of the root cause. Yeah, it's great. Great. So of the three and a half million uh, older people who live alone, yeah. two million have contacted the UK about You're joking, two million people. So the, the, the size of the problem... And AGK aren't the only ones doing this, is it the silver line? Yeah, it's a there, there's a few other... AGK are the, the, the largest and mm. probably the most prominent. Yeah. Yeah, there's various other schemes. Do you know how many people AGK support with the connection scheme? With the... Content? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, tens of thousands. Okay. Yeah, and that changes and goes up and down as individuals can support or yeah. individuals ask, but on a basis... But, to, uh, but today's tens of thousands compared to two million is, is still a gap. Promoting yeah. the scheme, yeah, yeah, yeah. bringing more people, yeah, 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 yeah. the exponential rise of older people yeah. isn't being matched by an exponential rise 
one says. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's taking the help of one extra person doing that scheme. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like that. And I think what's misunderstood is you're giving your time for no tangible benefit to yourself. And I know you mentioned you've learned loads talking to your friend. Help me understand what you've learned from that, from that yeah, experience. Yeah, so, so, so uh, there is benefit. So mm. the point around it's a great trigger to, to phone Rose, um, yeah. my yeah. yeah. Um, and even if I don't do that immediately after or that night, I just yeah. know that I've got a... a In mind. Yeah. yeah. And there's always a connection and trigger. Yeah. The other thing is, more recently, first couple of years, I pretty much tagged to my desk in a specific role I had. So I called Dennis morning to my desk and as time went on and my job actually changed, I started to tie in the calls to the phone for a walk. Yeah. So I was a technical yeah. walk. Yeah. Uh, headphones on, yeah. number, uh, yeah. you know, no issues with the yeah. call, you know, that technology helped. Um, but being able to go for a walk, so there's some health and yeah. well-being for me. So that was really good, yeah. <laughs> wasn't it? That was a good interview. Yeah. Yeah, but the end's never really no, the end, the is it? The end of our podcast isn't actually the end. It's only the beginning. It's the beginning of the end. So what we're going to do is uh, talk about last week's question. This week. This week. And this week we had loads of answers. It was explosive. It was explosive. People loved answering this one. Because last week's question was... What's your pet peeve? What thing, what tiny little thing annoys you? Yeah, annoys you the most. And it had quite a lot of, of answers. So, should we go them through? And what we'll do as, we, as we're doing that. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to wait. Hi, Carly. Thanks for watching. What, we, what we're going to do is um, we're going to rate them on a peeve meter, right? So, so, that peeve meter can either go from one to five or one to ten. What do you want? What do you want to do? Oh, ten. 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 Right. So you're gonna. I'm gonna tell you the things that annoy people, and you're gonna say how annoying each thing actually is. Oh, Are you right. ready? Okay. And before we do that, I just want to give a big shout out to. I got involved in a uh, charity thing last week at my local gym. Mm. We did three hours of exercise. Uh, and raised about £3,000 for... Why are you pulling that face? Is that because Sophie's dancing in the background? <laughs> um, good dance, Sophie, like it. Um, so what we... Uh, big shout-out to a guy called Sean Acton, who arranged it, got us all involved. We raised, um, I think, over about £3,000 for cancer research. Um, but I was very tired at the end. Got to a point where I got home and said to Mum, uh, I'm coming up for 10 minutes for a snooze. Two and a half hours later, I got up and went, oh, yeah. That is doable for me, to be fair. So, uh, big shout out to Sean um, for, for doing that. And we'll talk about um, everybody's pet peeves using the Peevometer Charlatans. Also, Facebook Live inputs. Yeah, tell, tell us how annoying these things are. All if they three are. of our listeners. Okay, all three of our watchers. So, the first one was from uh, Jeff Hilliard, who um, finds that noisy eaters really annoy him. Now, if you want to know how to eat quietly, just do what Sophie did because she's eating right now and it's really quiet. Uh, it's like a three, three. So, we're not giving it too high. We're not rating it too high. Uh, 
Richard Earl. Lots of things uh, that become a huge thing. Litter. I despise it. So he really doesn't like people dropping litter. What do you think about that? What rating? Like like dropping it on the floor in like Uh, public places. As opposed to what? In not public places. Well, dropping it in your house. <laughs> yeah. That's not litter, then, is it? That's just messiness. <laughs> it's a good six. Add that in your house. <laughs> if you drop it in your house. If it's in your shared space, it's a good six. But if it's like in your own space, and then you, you know you're going to pick it up later, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a good four. It's a good four. How, how, would, you, how would you rate that if it was in your own house, but Marie Kondo was coming round on the day? Oh, God. Because she'd condo that up, wouldn't she? Yeah. She'd condo that up. Right, dropping litter's a, a six. Oh, and people who ask a lot of questions, that's clearly a one. It's a zero, man. It's a zero. We oh, like questions. questions. No one's um, me. Uh, Chris Haycock says, people stacking the dishwasher from the front backwards. Apparently oh, that's really annoying. Gosh. Is it? Is that an annoying Nothing thing or not? gets washed. Oh, right, okay. Is that... Because if you stack it in reverse... Okay. The water comes up the wrong way. Worse than litter, though, I don't think so. So what would you say? Gosh, it's about the same, actually. It's about six or seven. Sorry, people d- <laughs> chucking stuff on the floor in the street is as bad as a... Uh, I'm not convinced you've got this game. Uh, Gillian Bird has just gone for a one-word answer. Crumbs. I like a good crumb. Like it means, crumb. yeah. Just sweep it up. <laughs> <laughs> your mouth. Like that. Um... Shilu uh, Magecha said, noisy or open mouth eaters, not putting new toilet roll in holder when previous roll's empty. So let's take those two. How do you feel about noisy eaters, you noisy eater? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's one or two, it's not bad, it's not, it's not bad. I mean, and the toilet roll thing, I do it all the time, so sorry. All right, all right okay. So, so what rating would you give them? Both like a one or a two. One or two. Not- okay. Uh, Sue Konyu. I, I'm a noisy eater as well, apparently, so I definitely shouldn't rate that one. Sue Conyu said, people not aware when they clearly encroach on your personal space. Oh, now, gosh. Now, the problem is, gosh. I'm a hugger. And I do ask permission when I give, normally, when I give somebody a hug. Mm. But I, I don't know where that line is between encroaching like on somebody's personal space. It's worse <laughs> when you're having a bad day right. and you just kind of want people to back off and they suddenly come up. And oh, no, I'm getting a hug. They, I'm getting they a hug. come up and they just want to... Yeah. Well, so what, how about when you're having a bad day and somebody comes up and give you, gives you a hug, but it makes you feel a bit better? Do you have, do you have to ask first? All oh, right, okay. Charlotte, can I give you a hug? <laughs> is that a no? no. Um, a okay. No. So, um, oh, balloon. Um, uh, random balloon. Hayley Ball said the dog, he's very annoying. I think, it, is she talking about our dog? No, probably it's right. Um, truthfully, it's truthfully, it's probably other people's timekeeping. I cannot stand lateness, especially at work when I'm relying on somebody to get home. Um, Alan Bowley's one is quite melancholy. He's he's annoyed by constant changes at work. Oh, Alan, change your job, mate. I mean, like, what's going on? Well, if he changes, um, his, changes his job, that's a change at work. <laughs> oh, I hate changes at work. Change your job. That's a big change at work. Uh, Mike Christie said selfishness, which I completely get. And Sophie's now on Facebook decided to put some 
props onto the thing. Um, and then uh, Richard Bishop said, people asking me on social media what annoys me. All right, Richard, you little miserly, miserly <laughs> bloke. What um, annoys you, uh, Lu- Luthius McCash said, lack of manners. I, I'd agree with that. Suddenly we're on a, a, a toy YouTube channel that Sophie's putting stuff in there. Um, and, um, and Charles Goodman said, unnecessary packaging, which I think is right. Yeah, so did a waste of the environment. So did Lauren Jana. She didn't like unnecessary, unnecessary packaging either. Holly Wright seeing, said, seeing others drop litter. And um, Alex Riley, Alexander Riley's, done us a list. So he's, he's got a massive list of things oh, that annoy him. Oh, come on, we'll write these ones. So all of these, right? When my wife leaves an empty mug in the sink with the tea bag still in it. Oh, God, you have to take the tea bag out before you drink the tea, though. Now, I don't normally get annoyed by a lot of stuff, but I was in the office the other day. Menti made me a cup of tea. It still had the tea bag in it. I went for a sip. Suddenly, I've got a mouthful of tea bag. Now, that, <laughs> that's... that's <laughs> <laughs> Bubble tea's the worst invention in the world, I think, possibly. No, especially if you get them stuck up your straw and you can't drink anything. I, I've never got bubble tea stuck up my straw. <laughs> Matthew Sibley, yeah. Oh, sorry, I've not finished. I've, I'm on number one of Alex's um, pet peeve agenda. Number one was when my li- wife leaves an empty mug on the sink. What, what, what are you thinking? It's a good four or five. Four or five. Uh, number two, someone leaving all of the lights on while going out. It's a good four or five. Four or five? Doesn't, doesn't bother me that much. I don't bother other people. Okay. Mummy does that. Tourists meandering. I'm a meandering I, I, tourist. I feel like that's a stab at me. Just like, what? I'm a meandering tourist. You're I'm a, a tourist you, in my own country. You are a meanderer, full stop. But so am I. The only time that annoys me is walking over Westminster Bridge and people get their selfie sticks out and you go, oh, trying to, like, it's like a selfie stick maze. Um, standing on the left on the tube, what do you, what do you think of that one? Which one are you supposed to stand on? I don't, I got a clue. Um, and loud mobile phone conversations. See, I'm a very loud and expressive person, so I've just... Yeah. But I don't like talking on the phone, so yeah. there's, there's two sides. To that. Fair enough. Um, Ollie Smith when said, when people arrange a location to meet you and change the location as you're en route, oh, stick God. to the plan, FFS. <laughs> I know what that means. Do yeah. I? <laughs> so, so yeah, he doesn't like when people change plans. Ian's gone for Ian Horn's gone for uh, pull handles on pushed on. What? What is that? I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a. I have. Well, a pull handle on a push you, door. You've got a handle. You've got to push the door with the handle. It's like, right. What the hell are you doing? Right. That's the most awkward way. There's in the door. Check your architecture. I'm going to go I tell you what, what rating would you give that? Because you seem a bit flummoxed about that one. Is that above a six? It's like a six or a seven. Because I always get really confused and push. Go on, go on, be definitive. Is it a six, which is equal to litter, or a seven, which is more annoying than litter? Six. Oh, we're, we're still waiting for a definitive winner then. Um, Bad McCauley said uh, people, people waiting until they... Um, 
arrive at the barrier gate to get their oyster card oh out. God, no. what, what do you reckon on that one? See, even when I get on the bus, I have to like pull the oyster out before the bus even pulls up. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Amy Rose said when train station announcers announce at the last minute uh, what train what platform you're on, and then you and ten thousand other people have got to rush for the train. Uh, how, how annoying is that? It's really annoying. It's really annoying. <laughs> but I don't get on trains often enough for that to be an issue for me. So what are you rating it? Like, like a good six. <laughs> six is your go-to, isn't it? <laughs> what is it? A six. You haven't known what it is yet. Let's do a six. Let's do a <laughs> I'd six. I'd be a four, but it's probably <laughs> a six. Yeah. Um, Graham Dale said, free Wi-Fi that goes on and off in Edinburgh Airport. Well, that's never annoyed me because I haven't spent enough time in Edinburgh Airport. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about the free Wi-Fi going on and off. That's... I know. Oh, I know. It's not good, is it? What's that? A six? It's probably a seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you genuinely sad? Is it because is it it's Wi-Fi related and your life is Wi-Fi? Is that the reason? That, that's w- free Wi-Fi going off is worse than littering. Okay, so we went to this place with Nan and the Wi-Fi, every hour you had to log back into it. And I was sitting there trying to watch my TV show and each hour, uh, each episode was 45 minutes long. So every time an episode stopped, I had to sit and refresh the Wi-Fi. And that's worse than people chucking their rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Or push door, doors that pull. It's something that happens constantly. Like, you are such a, <laughs> a child of your generation. Don't worry about politeness or kindness or niceness or push-pull doors or litter. <laughs> Wi-Fi? <laughs> Don't muck about with my Wi-Fi. I live without Wi-Fi during school hours. Yeah. Well, how would you... Li- oh, that would be a good question. What would you do um, in exchange for unlimited free Wi-Fi? I'd just sit there. <laughs> um, I, was, I thought you were going to say, what would you do without Wi-Fi? And I would have told you that every day I would have had to make a trip to a bookshop. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's not the worst way to deal with it in the world. Uh, Anita Sargent said, people who walk very slowly during the morning rush hour Ooh. without looking where they're going because they're too busy scrolling through their Facebook feed and trying to get free Wi-Fi. I don't do it during the rush hour. Okay, fair enough. Martin Coyle said misspelling, misspelling, misspelling and he spelled it three different ways which is an interesting point Um, uh, Mike Christie said Mandy Minutes I've got to explain Mandy Minutes at my local gym we're meant to do an exercise for a minute but what tends to happen is there's a trainer called Mandy at my local gym who tends to extend, extend those minutes to about 1 minute 20 seconds Mandy that's not a minute that is not a minute. One minute, 20 seconds That's isn't exactly a minute. 80 seconds. Um, uh, uh, John uh, Cookie said, people pronouncing Brexit as Brexit. Um, that annoys him. Like Brexit. Oh, and um, Scrappy-Doo. He doesn't like Scrappy-Doo. Who likes Scrappy-Doo? Um, Who the hell out there likes Scrappy-Doo? Uh, Amanda, Mandy, my trainer from the gym, says... People who quickly judge without actually knowing somebody, never judge a book by its cover. The read will be your finding. I don't know what that last bit means. I don't know where you're looking. Yeah, I'm looking now. Um, Oh, Mikey. Mikey Fitzgerald's coming into play. Our guests. Our mate Mikey. Our mate Mikey, our guests. 
post. It used to be empty sta staplers, but since I saw a meme showing that if you remove the rubber of the, off the back of the stapler, you'll find extra staplers, it's uh, it's now not an issue. I didn't know that, did you? Maybe. You can find secret staplers under your stapler. Well, there's memes for everything now. Like, there's even memes about like the GCSE stuff. Like, if you go online and put GCSE memes, it's just a load of memes about how strong, how how difficult, uh, like about the GCSE material. I know there's loads of Inspector Calls ones because those are funny. I don't. Uh, you you will have to talk about memes. Perhaps kindness, good memes on a future podcast. Um, Sean Atkinson's got a few. Um, uh, he doesn't like motorways uh, and I know he spends a decent amount of time time on them um, uh, he thinks opening door for a women, woman is still quite nice thing to do I, I so do I everyone, my yeah, yeah. No, well, not, you, not. you are allowed to do that um, and Demi says people buying a really expensive car and using their um, and using their mobile phone while driving because they can't work out how to work Bluetooth that does annoy me people on their phone um, when the reality is you can do your hands free so easily now. Um, Alistair Mac McCann is a bit of a perfectionist and he said, generally being satisfied with close enough. I told somebody a walk took about 26 minutes and they said about 26. A train is late when it does not leave at the timetable minutes. Three minutes is late, one minute is late. Calm down, oh Alistair. Like, down, the bus is supposed to come at exactly eight o'clock, and if it comes after, it's late. If it comes before, it's. I'm um, I'm 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 early. chilled. I'm I'm a bit chilled about it. If I've got to wait another minute, I'm not too worried. Um, no, no. See, there's an issue because you have to time everything. Like, I get into school at ten past eight, right? And then I go to the library and I have a little chill for a little while, do some homework that's due like the next day, the day before, whatever. Uh, and then I just get on with my day. And that, if it's on, if the bus is on time and it gets there on time, everything goes nice and smooth. How does this turn into diary of a teenager? I don't know what's happening now and on that note and on that bumper question and answer flummoxed. session i'm flummoxed i'm constantly flummoxed but on that bumper <laughs> <laughs> diary of a teenager by charlotte dames i get up if the bus is late i get frustrated <laughs> um uh but on that note we'll see you next week